Okay, today's daf is daf Bet, and yesterday we we ended with the Mishnah that discussed the times in the development of a fruit where you can start eating from it, and it, which ways you can eat from it as well. That is because you're not because of the kedusha shvis, you're not allowed to waste food, so you can only use it can like use of it in the way that it's meant to be used at that time. For example, if you start taking too much prematurely and bringing it into the house, it's considered a waste because that's not its optimal use for it because you should wait till it fully mature. That was one example. But yesterday, we're talking about um, figs. Now, um, the, uh, the Mishnah the, the, uh, mission begins. Sorry, the Gemara. Let's continue from a uh, line down in the Gemara. Now, where do we see this idea that there are two different phases? If you recall yesterday, we said that there's, at the earliest stage, you can eat it, the pito, you can eat it with your pot and some bread in a snack-like fashion in the field. And but in order to bring it home, you have to wait to the later stage of maturity, which is the earliest time that or the point in which it re, re, reaches Kyiv Truma Samastra, the earliest stage of maturity. So the, the Gemara now says, that when at first we've got one puzzle that seems to suggest that the food is for the behema and the chaya and the sadeh and also for you to consume. What's interesting here is Rush Cerulio understands. That's to understand that usually it's eaten not but babayit. However, now just drop down a line because we're switching a few things around. They're also meant to be eating in the sadeh. Now go back up that line. So you see that there's a reference to two different stages and times when one can eat, or two different tvot. One when it's in the field, which is the earliest stage, that's a snack-like fashion like we described in our Mishnah, and the later one when it can start bringing the bite when it reaches its earliest stage of maturity. Now, Rabbi Yossi ben Chenina Bayi, Pagi Maula Somhem Melugma. This is really interesting. So unripe fruit. The question is, you say, is I, are you allowed to make that like salve, like a patch? Um, now, because normally if it's fully ripened food, you're not allowed to do that. That's considered wasting it. Even though that might be a justifiable use in other years, during Shemitah, no, the, the most, uh, the, 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 it's, if you don't consume it, eat it, it's considered weight, it's not considered treating with Kedusha. Now the question is, May, do we say at the earlier stage, since you can already eat it in a snack-like fashion in the field, it's considered, that, therefore, be asur to, you know, in other words, that's its consumption, therefore using it as a patch, so like a, like a, as plastering or for, for it to put on a wound, that would be asur. Or ma'achar, now switch the word shehu she'ein, ma'achar she'ein machnisan latoch because you can, it's too early to start bringing into the house, maybe that's okay to use it for these other purposes at its earlier stage, early stage of maturity, yemutar, and it's left as a question. Tamantanina, pagim v'habosar, rebi kivo memetame, this is, this is the early stage figs, and bosar is grapes, uh, Rabbi Akiva says, tumat However, Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri Omer Masrot, which is very interesting. What it sounds like already at its early stage, because it is edible, despite the fact it's not yet re- hit the stage of Chiyuv Trumas Masrot, that's, that, uh, that's early stage of ripening, because we said in our Mishnah people eat it already in the field, then it's already susceptible to Tumat Ochlin. It's already considered a food, which is very important to understand. You can already have something that's considered food. Pr- prior to reaching the stage of Chiyov and Trumas Amasra, where now, the, what, according to Rabbi Kibble, we split the two. Because we already said that this early stage, Mishi of Chilu, when it starts, we said reddening, that it, um, that it, uh, that, that already that stage, of people, you can, however, um, Rabbi Yochanan Nuri says, no, Tumat Ochlem is, a, is the, the, 
the stage of Tumat Ochlim is equal to the stage of Chiyuv Trumas and Maasrot. In other words, they go hand in hand with one another. So Mishavol Onat Maasrot. So Tani Kan Miyad, Velayt Kan Miyad. What that means is Rabbi Kiva, it seems to, it seems to suggest in Rabbi Kiva that as soon as it's considered a Pagin, then it's already, it's already, it's already Matama Tumat Ochlim. Velayt Kan Miyad, where Rabbi Chaim explains, it says, no, the Shir is actually what we said in our Mishnah, which is Mishiyaz Shizrichu, when it starts to redden, not just when it immediately appears in its uh, earliest, uh, really, really early stage of development. So Rabbi Chananya B'Shem Rabbi Shimon Malakish says, Now, we, we had this confusion a, a while back. The pagin just means unripe fruit. But the, the understanding here is what we're learning here with Rabbi Kiva is when it says pagin v'habosir, it's specifically talking about pagin early stage figs. All right, um Bashara called Pagim, when it comes to other Pagim, then everyone agrees in Matama Tumat Ochlin that it wouldn't become susceptible to Tumat Ochlin, in other words, cannot become Tame, Adshiavola, not Masra, until it reaches the stage where we'd now say it's Chayv to separate from us a Masra. So I'm Rabbiosi, Rabbiosi says exactly that. Matita Amarken, our Mishnah says exactly this, supports this idea. Why? Because it says, Hapagim Mishi is Richel, Ochem Pito Basada. Then when it comes to Pagim, and then our Mishnah is talking about figs, it's only when it starts reddening that we say that Ochem Pito. But importantly, Reb Chaim says you have to understand that the, the proof is coming for the, from the rest of them. Because it says, V'chol shar, uh, one second, let's look at the Russian, right? It says, B'seifet nan aval shar perot ilan, kunat alamas, or kenan alamashvis. When it comes to all other fruit trees, no, it's the, the two go hand in hand, the onat masrot and um, uh, the onat masrot is onat shvit. Okay, when, again, the time in which you can, we um, uh, meant to say, like eating it and bringing it in. Now, and, and you cannot waste it. So in other words, you see that the, the Pagim, when it first, the Pagim is having an, an earlier stage prior to Masrot, is specifically Pagetainim. So I'm, uh, fine. So Rav, Rav Pada B'Shem Rav Yochan HaKol Modim B'Shviz. Everyone agrees in Shemitah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Maha Kol Modim. What does it mean everyone agrees in Shemitah? Now, what the Matlot we're talking about, by the way, is Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yochan. Now, if you recall, Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva was a shita that says even earlier, prior to reaching the stage of Chiostrumus Amas, or it can already be considered food. So the question is, what does it mean they all agree? Do they all agree that it's already food earlier, or do they only all agree that it's only food later? So we say, Chavraya Amrin, the Talmud, the Talmudim understand, the Chachamim understand, Amrin, Shehen, as opposed to Shehenam, Shehen Metamim Tumat Ochlin, that even at the earlier stage, it's what is that? Why is that? Reb Chaim explained because in Shemitah, food and there's not much fruit, there's not much of the vegetables or asur because of Isul Svichim. Hilkach, therefore, I feel Rabbi Yochanan Menuri, even Rabbi Yochanan Menuri would agree that Habosan and Pagim, this really super early stage prior to ripening, when it's somewhat edible still. Then it becomes chashuvim mishmita because food is scarce. We don't appreciate this. We have imports all over the world, you know. But the food is much more scarce. Then we consider food at the earliest stage is already considered food. Okay, there is fruit at early stages. Kfar ochel, and because in the shmita year, people, I guess, were less less, less discerning because they didn't have much food. Therefore, derech adam bnei adam la'ochlam in shvit. Okay. Let's continue. Hakor. So this is talking about the develop of a palm leaf and the, the early branches that come up, they, they're soft and then they end up, or well, the trunk, whatever, the, the tops of the, the palm is soft and then they end up hardening. So we say it's which is interesting. It's considered wood, meaning it's not susceptible to tomat ochlim. However, you can use kesef maiser to buy it. Now, what's interesting, how does that work? 
Because what's Kesef Maaseh Sheni? In other words, if you remember, Maaseh Sheni, the second type in the first, second, fourth, and fifth year, you're meant to take the Grusha line. What one can do, they can, they can transfer the Grusha to money, take the money to Shalim and buy food there and consume it there. But it has to be food. We're, not, we're seeing a lot of buying Maim Melech with it. So if this thing is not susceptible to Tumat Ochlim, how can you buy this core with it? So the understanding is, the reason is, is because some people would still eat it. Why? How? Through frying it or cooking it and preparing it a particular way, it would become edible. So minastam, it's not food. It's just a piece of wood or soft wood, if you want to call it that. But since some people eat it, then if, if, one, if someone went to, to a shalim with a maestro money, they could put, use that money because as justi- as, it's justifiable because some people would eat it. Okay. Similarly, the hakafniot. We said kafniot are the the, tmarim, the unripe tmarim now, dates. Now, the, uh, I'll just, ch- we've got to f- correct a few letters here. It says, it's ko'ochlin, however, niftorot minamaisa, once again. It's ochlin, the tmarim that have not ripened because it's, 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 ko'ochlin liyam tumat ochlin. They're considered acceptable to tumat ochlin, however, niftorot minamaisa, which is a bit like we said by the pagin before. That it is, it's part of Trumas Maestros because it has not reached yet the stage of maturity that would obligate it separating Trumas Maestros. Why? Because again, I'm just reading because you could be cooked up and made to be edible. Therefore, it is already considered Tumat Ochlem. Durash Rabbi Pazi, the Beit Midrasha. The Rabbi Yudam Pazi taught in the base Midrash. He says, Hakor, this core that we said is this, the, the soft branch of the palm at the top. Hakor ein kedushat shvid chalaylehem. Kedushat shvid doesn't isn't chalonim. So Rabbi Yosef maf makpid is supposed to mafkidim. Makpid. He was he was particular al shalei. The people asked him. But Amrilon milachun meimarken. Who told you that it doesn't have kedushat shvid? Why are you even asking me? Obviously that's kedushat shvid. For Amrim, Amrim, who Amarlan? Did they told him that who Rabbi Yosef and Pazi told me? So I'm Rabbi Yossi, Matnit and Pligia, Rabbi Yudavin Ben Pazi. He says, that's fine, but we've got a, we've got a, a Mishnah that seems to, a, or sorry, a brighter that seems to choylek on it. Why? And then it seems to Messiah and help us. Why? Datani, Hapagin Shel Shvir. Well, I haven't talked about Kor yet, but let's, this is part of the brighter. Hapagin is unripe, usually you said figs is, Ein Shel in Shvir, Ein Shel Kinotan, Umusayafot Mutar, Mipnei Shemalachtan. Now, what this means is even the way, it is important to understand when it comes to Shemitah produce, even the way you prepare it to eat, if it um, can be considered wasting, so there can be limitations. For example, when it comes to pagin, since they can be eaten raw, cooking it up is considered wasting it. However, musuya fought, if we're talking about the late stage ones, when they were normally eaten in that fashion, that's why they did, did eat it, then you'd be able to cook it up. Okay, that's why the mission is, that's why it's described. Okay, so let's continue. And then, then it continues. Kor the kafniot would be, now take out the words here, because that's like we said before, but it says, the way the Reb Chaim says, it says, kor the kafniot is mutar. You would be able to cook it up. Now, we reflect on this brighter. And he says, this is actually the Lash of the Tzepter, I think. Yeah, he said that. Mutar l'sholkan. So he says, v'chen ano omrim v'etz asu l'sholko. He says, if you think that Kafniot doesn't have Kedusha Shvis and it's just a piece of wood, why would the bright have to teach us that you're not allowed to cook it up? It's just a piece of wood. Ella begin to Kedusha Shvi Chalalav Lufun Ken Tzarech Lamei Maas Mutar. 
the, the, you got Asura, but it probably should be Mutar according to the way you're reading it now. In other words, because it has Kedusha Shviz, that's why the Bright had to teach us that cooking it up in that fashion is Mutar. So in other words, that's what Rabbi Yossa is saying, or Yossi is saying that this Bright seems to prove or, or stand in the face of it. And it's contrast the position of uh, Rabbi Yossi Menpa, Yoda Menpazi. He says, it does Kedusha Shviz, but if it does a Kedusha Shviz, why is the Bright even telling you you're allowed to cook it up? If it does a Kedusha Shviz, you can do whatever you like with it. It's a piece of wood. But it's not. That's the point. The point is, it must have Dushish Shviz. That's why the bride has to teach us that cooking it up is permissible by it. Okay, let's continue. Habosar. Mishavi Maim. This is talking about the, the early stage grapes once it has some liquid in it. Gabe Bosa might lichla meima. So um, it's a, the, the way the Rukhaim explains it here, he says, Why are you even teaching us a bosar? Who would eat it? It's too sour. Um, it says, Because there are some people that even this earlier stage, despite the fact, I guess, most normal people would find it difficult. Um, there are some people that like food in that fashion. So because some people eat it in that way, therefore it's already considered. Uh, yes. What does kehot mean? It's interesting because kehot can be in a few things. Kiyua is like the sourness, I think. But, but, the, um, but uh, since you've raised it, the Rosh Cerulio says, Kihut is actually like we so we see in the, not not like up chinav. chinav is blunting someone's teeth, right? We say in, ah, in, so in they don't Haggadah. have they don't have really taste, so they can taste the sour th- stuff. Ah, but well, do you know what's interesting? The um, uh, um, the Rosh really says who's this referring to? It says muubarot shishinem kehot mitavot lechol davar There you go. Right, the pregnant it's always the women. Taste, it's always the women like eating this stuff. Let's okay. get, let's continue. It's always the women. Okay, fine. Okay, all right. Let's do the next uh, halacha. Zaitim sheikh nisur revi'it. Let's say, what have we got? One zaitim, once they've hechnis revi'it, let's say, I mean, if you've got a sayer of olives, you can produce a revi'it of oil. Then already that's the earliest stage where one can put sayer, you can crack, you can, they can split them open. They will split it in order to soften it and make it edible a bit. Ve'ochel vasadeh. And they could eat in the field. Hechnisu chatzilog, once it's, can produce a chatzilov for that sour, which is twice as much, then you can already kotesh for sach basari. You can start crushing them and rubbing them on your skin because it's a permissible use in that context. However, hechnisu shlish, once it reaches a shlish, we don't know what shlish means yet, then kotesh basari, you can crush it in the field, but kones latoch beitor and collect the oil and bring it into your house. We'll explain what shlish is in the Gemara. As well, that's the shear that already, once it, once it reaches a shlish, then we say that's chayvim masras. The shower korpelatilan when it comes to other fruit trees, which is what we made reference to before earlier in the shear, we say there isn't these earlier stages where we can start doing things. No, we say konatan lamaisa kachanatan lashvis. That the, in other words, the chiyuv trumas lamaisras is the earliest stage you can start eating from. Okay, so it seems to be only these three things: um, figs, olive, uh, figs, grapes, and olives that have this earliest this pre-maturity stage where there are permissible uses with it. Or we say and you can put on the skin. Okay. Halacha. So Gemara. It says, now we said that the late, the, the early stage of maturity is a shlish. So mau shlish, we said that's when it can produce a log. Why? Because because olives, their the standard measure, if you like, when they reach mature, full maturity, is they can produce three log for a sayer. So, in other words, the shlish is a shlish of the expected yield, right? So we can produce a log. Because if you recall, the earlier stages it was a it was a rova, a chatzilog, and then now it's a log. 
not confused that much. Okay. Now it says, Ktiv, Kiyovil hi Kodesh Tielachem, Ma hi Kodesh Aftwata Kodesh. So, in other words, first we say the Yovel hi and Kodesh Tielachem, the whole Pasuk is Lachem Minasade Tochluata Tuata. So, there's a connection between the Tua and the land. So, the way the Marafuldur explains, I mean, if Tibbe Sefer Kratachluat Tuata Mekish Tualiover, Ma hi Kodesh Aftwata Kodesh, the Hekish is between just as the just as the Yovel is Kodesh, so too the Tvua is Kodesh. So we learn Kedusha, this, this, it sounds like the Gemara here is trying to understand how the, the Hekish of the, the, the fruit having Kedusha. Where, we'll get to this in a second, we'll see other explanations. The, the Pnei Moshe says, um, it's actually just as the Eretz has Kedusha, so to the Tvua has Kedusha. However, it's actually the opposite, the way Reb Chaim explains. He says, you've got to switch it around. He says, The limits are around. Meaning, according to Reb Chaim, he's got the reading of the Gra. He says, just as we know there's Kedusha of the Tvua, we also know that there's Kedusha of the land as well. And here we bring some famous stories. Reb Yossi ben Hanina mentioned, not sorry, incidents, I should say. Menashech de Kifte de Akko. He would kiss the stones of Akko. Now, the, Akko, the stone Akko is the border of Eretz Israel. The Amar Ad Kohi Ardei Israel. Even the borders of Eretz Israel also dear to him. Reb Zeira Avi Arden Abimenoi. He would cross, when he crossed the yard and come to Eretz Israel, he would do so wearing his clothing. Uh, Reb Chaim says, Kishigel Eretz Israel, Avartiyam Begadav Mechadiyot Arts. He was so desirous of coming to Eretz Israel, he just, Went through in his clothes. He was so excited to, it was so chaviv to him. What's interesting, um, for us to really say slightly different here, he went, like he did one mazalzel, the um, the yard, the yarden. I think if, if he wasn't wearing clothes, I think that's why I understood my folder. Uh, sorry, the Rosh I think I think that's right. And Reb Chiyabar Barbas is mit agel bahada alisis. The Tivraya, tivra, tivra, which was Tiveria, he would roll in the stones Avanim of Tiveria. And Rabchia Rabba, Rabchia Rabba, he would mitkal, uh, sorry, I just said that once, Rabchanin Hananya, mitkal Gushaya, he would roll in, he would, sorry, he, he uh, I've, I've skipped a bit. Uh, I, I, skipped, I did skip a line. Let's go back in. Rabchia Rabba, mitkal Kife. He would pick up the stones. Now listen to this. Reb Chaim says he, he used to pick up the stones as he was going to Eretz Israel and feel them. And he could tell by the stones whether he'd reached Eretz Israel, whether the stones of Eretz Israel or not. Um, because um, he says, the Reb Chaim says, says like they're heavier, those stones of Eretz Israel. And Hananya it says, he'd also pick up the gush, the clods of earth. Um, he would weigh them, if you like, like to fill to fulfill the pasuk kiratzu avadecha, meaning your your, serv- your servants took delight in et avaneha et yachonano, and they and they cherish the uh, they cherish the soil of Eretz Israel. And Baruch Hashem, we live now here in Eretz Israel, learning your shalmi, learning this psukim, and um, yeah, let's continue. Uh, let's continue. Meimatai says Meimatai. This next halacha. Meimatai in kotzinati lambeshvis. Now again, we said you're allowed to cut down fruit trees in certain contexts. The one we mentioned before, for example, if the wood is more valuable than the tree. The problem is on shmita, you've got another problem. If it's going to cause the loss of the fruit of the tree, then that's got an issue of you're going to you're going to even if the, again it doesn't have much value, it doesn't matter. You've got kushashvis issues. So in other words, what time, what point in the maturity of the tree of the fruit on the tree can you no longer cut it because you might be wasting the uh, the, the fruit? 
meaning because it hasn't yet matured and you're basically not allowing it to mature. Again, once it fully matures, then there's no problem. We'll get to that later. So every fruit, according to Beit Shammai, every tree, as soon as it yotzi. Now the way I have a Rechaim is it says yotzi pre, or as soon as the fruits start coming out, there's another explanation when the leaves start coming out, but, um, but Rechaim says a pair. Now Beit Hila says, when it comes to characters, Yishal Shalu. Yishal Shalu, Rechaim explains how pre, that the, the pre starts coming out like a Shalshelet, Marafulda says, when the, it starts to weigh, as the, the carob starts weighing down, it starts hanging down like chains. Okay, that's that's at stage of maturity where it's starting to, sorry, it's starting to appear or, and therefore you cannot, uh, you cannot kill a tree or cut the tree down because you're killing this, killing this fruit. Vagfani mishi gru'u, we'll have to explain what mi gru'u is soon. Vazeti mishi nitsu, ya nitsu, nets is like usually a blossom because as we know, fruit, develop out of a blossom. And when we see Mishyotzi, we said previously, is like it starts producing a fruit. However, once it reaches or not, Masrot now, cutting the tree down doesn't kill the fruit and it doesn't spoil the fruit and it's in this development. Now it's reduced basic maturity and you can harvest it and there's nothing wrong with it. How much, now this is important, Reb Chaim says now, this is not referring to Shemitah, this is referring to a tree, it's uh, any years of Shemitah. In any of the Shemitah cycles, so even second, third year, meaning when it comes to a zayit, an olive tree, how much does it would it produce such that you would not be able to cut it down for its wood? Meaning it's producing significantly got issues of cutting down fruit trees. And he says a rova, rova's shear, rova kav, zayitim it is. Okay. Um, uh, yes. Sheod rova, sheamru perot. One second. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, I've skipped a bit. Let's continue. Um, now, Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel says, Omer No, it all depends on the size of the tree. You can't give a single shear for it. Now, let's go look at the Gemara. When it comes, we gave the shear of Charuvin for Beit Hillel, but when it starts, the although I explained it starts getting heavy and weighing down, looking chain like. He says, That's the shear Chanata. Now, what's Chanata? Because when it comes to fruit trees, you can determine the, the year of the Shemitah cycle of the fruit by when it blossoms, not when it picks, when it's picked. So therefore, by Charuvim, by the Caribs, their Shilshul, the, not Shilshul, the Shilshulan, let's call it that, is that it's blossoming. So whenever that occurs, that's how you can say, oh, now that which grows, this is the year of Shemitah, this is the year of the Shemitah cycle it is. Um, so again, Nafkamino as well during other years, if it's the second Maser is Maser Sheni or Maser Ani. Now, Gfani Mishi Yagriu, What's 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 that mean? So Amrav Yona when you start ha- having some, you can start seeing some, there's some water entering it. Okay, uh, In other words, if you could squeeze it out, if you squeeze it, some water would be extracted. So let's come out. Okay, and that's uh, pasuk seems to refer to not group. Okay. Um, let's continue. When it comes to uh, olives, then when it blossoms, So my rova, is it rova nets, meaning that's the amount of blossoming, or is it rova that it starts producing blossoms that would produce a rova of zaitin? How do we work? How do we calculate it? So the Gemara says, um, In other words, what do you need blossoms for? 
the focus of our uh, uh, the focus has got to be on the olives. So when there's enough blossoms there that have started blossoming, that will produce a rova. Okay, let's continue. And then we said that's a shear that we said in the Mishnah that when Rachaim explained the second part that we also said is you cannot cut the tree that's producing enough that you can't cut the tree. Okay, let's continue. Cut any year. So Rav Yona, now having brought Rav Yona, we bring other drushes of Rav Yona. Rav Yona ktiv ki yishal zeit uh, <coughs> sorry ki yishal zeitecha. Um, now what this is actually part of the klalot. So the question is, it won't produce fruit. fruit. Now, what does it mean, Yishal Zeitech? What's the term Yishal? says, Chad. Now, you do, if you look at the numerical value of Yishal, 10, 330 is 340. Meaning, the part of the Klala, it was Chad Tlat Memeya Arbim Kayamba. The part of the Klala will, will only produce 100, sorry, 1 340th of what it would normally do. Okay? That's, it wouldn't produce, or some people say it was actually, that's, that's how scarce they will be. Um, next drush of Rebiona. Rebiona Ketiv, it says, Ki et nasa pirio. What do I mean, ki et nasa pirio? Shelo nasa pirio Now, to understand this, let's look at the Pnei Moshe. He says, if you look at the Pasuk, it says, ki et nasa, this is, this is, an, an, uh, this is part of the Nebuah Latid level in Yoel. It's, uh, it's, the Pasuk said, should have said, the tree will yisa, will bear fruit. Ayala, but it doesn't say that. It's ki et nasa pirio. So Pnei Moshe says, that means even in the past, these fruit weren't producing fruit as they were, should have. And um, then you'll see exactly what fruit were meant to be producing. But now you'll see that this is what it should have been producing the whole time. That's why you have this Lashonavar in something that's described in Latin level. And the same thing with the teina, the teina, the gefen, and the which is the same thing. Natnu is opposed to yinatnu, yitenu, I think, or yitnu. It says natnu instead. So magid shelo natnu chaylam balamazeh. Next rush of Amar Yona b'shem Rab. Amar Rab Yona b'shem Rab b'shem Rabbi Chama bar Chanina. Hamet b'sheva shnei gog. If someone dies during the seven years of mechem gog or magog, eina. He's an individual that doesn't have a chalik, doesn't have a chalik alamaba. What's the question? No? You've had your hand up. Okay. No, 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 because we have, I have another lotion. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my mistake. That's what I should have read. Sorry, that was, that was my mistake. Um, but the, the, the kavanah is the same. Okay, so simana, what's a simana? Which means he who eats from the, what do we call it? Um, to, from the, the it's, uh, when you go for, we call it cocktails. So when you go for, go to, if you go to a, a chasana, you go to the cocktails, he who eats at the cocktails is usually the, he goes into, he eats, the, he eats part of the dinner. Uh, what are other people, call, other countries call it another thing. What do you call it? Aperitif. You know when you when you're schmoozing around right outside before they let you when they pander out like spring rolls and all these things like that. Oh, the smorg, the smorg, the smorg, the smorg is Okay, so we used to call it the I don't know in Australia it's like cocktails at this time and then and then you go into this field. Okay, we call you know it what we used to call it. We used to call it wash your hands, go and sit down and be quiet. No, you're not let in yet. Not let in yet. You're outside and they give you drinks and and vegetables and all these. Yeah, right. What about? We're going to try. Okay, so anyone who eats from that smorg, if you want to call it. He is one to eat from the meal. So the fact that he wasn't chelik of the, that, he didn't have a chelik in that, he has a chelik, he doesn't have a chelik in the Mamashiach. Um, by the way, there are different ways of reading this Gemara. Samar Rabbi Yosef, Amar Viyot, 
ad kedon it tetuva la'alma da'ate. So, right, so, so the Reb um, Chaim says, you can see from here that tshuva will be matzil even in that time of Mechemakog Magog. Why? Because if it wouldn't be matzil, and this person isn't meant to be have a chilek, then why didn't they? All, why didn't all these people die in the beginning of the Chemagogamagog? The fact that a Kodesh Baruch is keeping alive for a year or two or three during the Chemagogamagog means that they're in that time frame they could have done tshuva and then been zacher to be part of Latilov. Again, there are different ways of understanding. Some people say actually it's actually the opposite. I think um, that. Uh, Whatever, but I'll, I'll leave that for your own further study. You can tell the Bafashim because they're nearing the end. Rabbi Yonah B'Shem Rav Chia Bar Ba'ashi Atidin Hincharim Litkaya Mebatei Knesso Lebatei Mebidrash. Meaning, in the future, the Chavrayet Hamidi Chachamim will still be exhausted, exert themselves from the going from Batei Knesso to Batei Midrashot. My time was to say Yechul Mechayel Chay Yirae El Elohim Betzion. So Rav Chaim says here, it says that in the Tzadikim. So in this world, there were no rest, and then Mitgaya, Mitgaya, from Bata Midrash, etc. And also, the in the future, they'll go from, from Shul to Beit Midrash, shall call Now, I'll read you the, because they go Michael right? But I read the Pnei Moshe. He says, "Despite the back in the future, it says there will be a sense of manucha, tranquility. However, this Yagia will be nonetheless for the Yitamachem. They'll go from Batei Knesset to Midrash. Why? This will be good for them. That will be their comfort. That will be their, in other words, their exertion and, and toiling in Torah and going from Bat Midrash to Beit Shul to Beit Midrash. That is a manucha, if you like. Because through that, there will be Zoichet to say, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Tibichul Mechai Lechal, Ba'az Yerayel Right? So, in other words, it's not like a, for some people, sitting on the beach is, uh, is, is a pleasure, others, it's absolute torture. So, it's for the Chachamim, for the Chachamim Latidabal, Sitting doing nothing is, is not is not a manucha for them. The, for them, going from that back, back that's a manucha for them to be constantly moving and growing and coming close to Kaddish Bar. All right, that's a shift for today. Have a good Shabbos. Very good Shabbos. Shabbos. Shabbos.